It's May 25, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest does a pretty good Daffy Duck impression, and that kind of <laughs> makes sense because he is a bird parent, and uh-huh. he, he really wants Disney to produce a live-action remake of a Goofy movie. <laughs> he is a video editor, a voice actor, and a Twitch streamer. This is Nick Kramer. Nick, how hey, you how's it going, sir? I'm doing great. Good to see you, Jimmy. You too. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. This is going to be a half hour stupidity. And hey, feel free to throw in voices whenever you want. You know what I mean? Whenever the mood I mean, hits. Hey, don't don't oversell me on this. Like I, I've I've got a range like this wide in, okay, in terms okay, of voice yeah. acting. But uh, no, it, it's it's something I have a lot of fun doing, and uh, I, I'm always looking for more for more opportunities for that. Awesome. Well, if the mood strikes with any of these uh, any of these stories, feel free. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And okay. guys, send in your Super Chats to get your question or statement read right on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we'll read them on the air. And Nick, I know this is the first time that we've done this, and I feel like a broken record. Yes. There are so many stories for me to choose from on a weekly basis. Sometimes it's hard to whittle it down to seven, but I got seven good ones. Oh, you ready yeah. to go? Let's do it. Let's go. All Jimmy. right. Let's start with story number seven reported by the Times of Israel. I'm not going to lie. My kids are going to try this one. So every now and then you hear about a silly TikTok craze, right? Sure. And it goes viral and everybody has to try it. Well, there's a mm-hmm. new one in Israel that has become so popular that Americans are getting caught trying to smuggle a certain product into Israel because they're in high demand because of this TikTok craze. Nick Kramer, what kind of product do you think it is? I don't know, but I get the feeling that it's being smuggled anally. <laughs> am, am I on the mark? Am I off? No, it's not quite that bad. Really? It's a really? fruit roll-up. I, I thought that was like the crux of every every weird news story out there. It's something to do with the butt. Um, <laughs> uh, so what are they What are they smuggling? Uh, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how illegal is it? Uh, it's not illegal at all. Okay, so, so it's for Although, zero. you know what? It might be. It might be because it fits under like a food item. I actually already said it, but you, you, you didn't hear me say it. So No, so I, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't catch it. Uh <laughs> Oh man, so I'm I'm gonna get all right. It's food, food item. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Shoot, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, hot sauce. It's on my mind right now. I love hot sauce. It's uh, a good old American fruit roll up, and we oh, have a clip here. Here's a clip. Those. This is a clip of a confiscated bag from Customs, courtesy of Amy Smiro Spiro on Twitter. Look at this. That is a shit ton of of, uh, of fruit roll ups. That is a lot. Look at of- that. Red dye number four or whatever is in that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So hold on. They're smuggling this? Yes. Is it- they're, they're smuggling it in. And here's what's going on. So this TikTok trend that I told you about, what's going on is users are wrapping a fruit roll-up around a small scoop of ice cream. And within seconds, the fruit roll-up freezes over and it becomes hard and crunchy. And so this has become popular. It was started by a lady named Golnar Gavami. She goes by at Goalie Dream- Dreams on uh, TikTok. And I want to show you a clip from the video that she did that went viral. Look at this. But I love the combination of mango and strawberry, which is in the fruit roll-ups. And I just love the crunch. I felt like my teeth were shattering hearing that. Like, that's not what a fruit roll-up is supposed to sound like. 
that's probably why the thing went popular. That video that I just showed you, that has been copied dozens of times, and it has created a shortage of fruit roll-ups in Israel. And so there are some, there are some entrepreneurial Americans, and they have learned that mm. one, one individually wrapped fruit roll-up, one, in Israel is selling for between five and six bucks. Whereas in the U.S., you can get a box of wow. 10 for like three bucks. Yeah, you get a box of 10 for three bucks in America. And so, so far, they have caught two Americans at Israeli customs trying to smuggle a total of 650 pounds of fruit roll-ups into their luggage. Nick Kramer, what the hell's going on in this world? I, I don't know, but hold on. I pulled up my calculator. You said 650 pounds of fruit roll-ups? Yes. How many pounds of fruit roll-ups or how many fruit roll-ups are in a pound? Let's, let's just say, let's just lowball and say 20. Yeah. I mean, a way more than 10 that. probably is 20 times 650 times. Uh, and you said for how much per thing? Between five and six bucks. Just say five bucks on the low end. Okay. Hey, that's 65 grand. That's more than I have ever made in a year. <laughs> Why am I in the freelance video editing business? Like, I need to get into the fruit roll-up smuggling business. So hold on, I'm really confused about the method you said because they you said they they like what they do something with ice cream. They they wrap it. So what that lady did in that video was she wrapped the fruit roll-up around a scoop of ice cream, and take within it out, seconds, take it out of the package. Yeah, you take it out of the package. Yeah. Okay. So the ice cream, I guess, gives it some kind of extra flavoring to it. I think it just the coldness freezes the fruit roll-up. Why not just and, put it in a freezer? Why did why the ice cream then? I, I guess together, I guess maybe they they're they're killing two birds. So they're freezing it and they're eating ice cream at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So hey, hey, whatever floats your boat, man. Like it free it's I was gonna say it's a free country. Uh I'm sure Israel's a free enough country. You can do that, but like I, it's just not supposed to crunch, man. That breaks my brain. That's that's <laughs> like uh it, it, That's it's why it's popular. You know what I mean? I, I guess so. But man, I, I don't want to knock it because I haven't tried it. I, I think what's going to, I think what's going to happen. I, we're going to get off of this podcast and then you're immediately going to book a ticket to Israel because <laughs> we've discovered there's a new way to make some cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to have to see how many, how many fruit roll-ups can I fit in my biggest suitcase? I mean, you Probably saw it there, they had two of them and Probably there was hundreds in there. You know, you said smuggling though. Like, yeah, because like it might, you know, sometimes like food products, even though it's wrapped up, there's, there's rules about, uh, so, so that's probably what the problem is. I don't know. Well, let me ask you this. So for every story that I do on this podcast, I like to ask a question that's somehow related to it. Yeah. So let me ask you this. If there was one product that you would pay a premium for, if it suddenly became hard to get because of high demand, what would that product be? I mean, I mentioned hot sauce earlier. That that's a contender for me. Like, I, is I it really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I uh, God, the, the first time I tried it, I would have been like 13 years old. I was living in a small town in Colorado. There was a little restaurant called the Rock House. I remember it plain as day. Uh, I just on a whim, I was just like, I'm going to try some Tabasco on this hot dog, and uh, <laughs> I was expecting it to be like insanely painfully hot. It wasn't. It just tasted good. So then I just started putting hot sauce on everything. Pizza, sandwiches, spaghetti, like nothing was safe. <laughs> and so I wouldn't say I'm like addicted to hot sauce the way I was anymore, but I, I do like a kick. It's, it's hard for me to, um, to eat certain foods without at least the option of spicing it up literally with, with some hot sauce. That'd be, uh-huh. that'd be a tough sell for me. Um, that's just one option though, but first one that comes to my mind. Awesome. So maybe after this, Nick's going to put some hot sauce on a fruit roll-up. 
Maybe that's going to happen. I, I I, but but hey, alternatively, maybe it won't. I found out hot sauce does not go on everything. Like I started to find the limits. Um, and I, I want to say I even did try it on a fruit of some kind once and was like, nah, that, that just made it worse. That, ah, <laughs> that was yeah, not I, worth it. I definitely stay away from the ice cream. Maybe, uh, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay, hot, maybe hot sauce and ice cream though, but like there are some novelty spicy sweets. Like I actually just for Christmas um, this past year, my parents gave me uh, as like a little stocking stuffer thing. It was like um, uh, some kind of spicy chocolate. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was like surprisingly good. So I'm not, I'm not going to say it doesn't or can't work with ice cream or even fruit candies, but I'm, I'm hesitant to accept it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on to story number six reported by the New York Post. Okay. Let's get your thoughts on this one. So, you know, we live in a digital world and it's getting easier and easier to get almost anything custom made. You can get made shoes. You can get custom cars. You can even get custom action figures because I got one made. Mm -hmm. Sat from FIFO.com, so I know you can do it. There is a renowned health product brand, and they are getting in on the action. They have created a custom online service to help customers get the best fit. Nick Kramer, what kind of product has created this online service, this online fitting service, if you will? Uh, you said the best fit or the best fix? The best fit. Okay, I heard fix at first and immediately started thinking of drugs. Uh, so... <laughs> best fit it's it's got to be like thongs or something like that all right you know not really but at least you're not getting really. in the general reason so we're talking about durex condoms i we, i was just about to, i was just about <laughs> to say that one next <laughs> we Man. got pics from their web portal check this out so their online fitting service helps you choose the right condom for you based on oh nominal width lubrication level and thickness and they also offer a sizing guide and how to measure instructions and here's the best part one of the reasons that Durex decided to do this is because they conducted a study in the UK and big shocker, they found that 92% of men are buying the wrong size. Shocker, Nick. Shocker. Wow. It's like everybody uh, <laughs> embellishes what they, what they, uh, they, what they have in their, in their, their pants. Uh, so like, <laughs> I, I imagine if you're like, if you're sizing yourself, I imagine that problem isn't necessarily going away. Like maybe there's less of the embarrassment or uh, not even embarrassment, but just like self-consciousness of um, like going to a physical store and like anybody can see what size thing you're buying. Um, doing it online with a more private thing like that kind of takes away a lot of that, I imagine. Maybe, but, still, but what, like every, what if it's a new relationship and the girl sees the box like on the, on the dresser or something like that and it's like extra small? uh just get rid of the box you know just, yeah. just, that's that's what i'd think you just get rid of the box keep keep all of them in a in a drawer just anything that says something about the size just hide it or yeah or yeah yeah sharpie, it, sharpie. eliminate it yeah, yeah, for, yeah like that's that's gotta work wonders for like your own self-esteem i imagine but still like i imagine plenty of people are gonna let their heads like this head get to them not the other one and uh just probably still buy a size too big because they're 
egos or, or self-esteem, whatever it is, doesn't want to take a hit. Yep. That's, it's not going to change. Even when they're doing the online fitting service, they're picking a bigger one. That's just what's happening. Yeah. Like unless so. you have somebody else come in and measure you and tell you, this is what you're getting, which nobody wants that. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sure somebody wants it, but they'd still <laughs> reject whatever they're told. They'd be like, what do you mean for? It's not for, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I guess I can see where the company's coming from. Um, like they, like I said, I think they see a way to sort of eliminate that embarrassment of like in any sort of even remotely public setting, picking what is actually your size. Everybody wants to go a size bigger um, or, or most people do anyway, I'm, I'm sure. But uh, like it's it just a way to eliminate that embarrassment and making it more private. I, I, I can see why a company would want to uh, try to cash in on that or try to tap into that. Let me just say in this online world, I'm glad I'm older and I'm glad I'm married. <laughs> so i can avoid all this shit yeah i mean hey also married here so yes like, yes don't, don't care direct <laughs> doesn't I'm apply sorry. to me yeah i'm sorry all right reminder guys get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air or if you can't catch the show live go to kynchat.com leave a contribution at any time and we'll read your question or statement on the next show all right let's go on to story number five reported by hawaii news now all right, check this one out. So there's a pair of tourists, and they were following their GPS directions while driving through Kona in Hawaii. They misunderstood the directions somehow. They took a wrong turn, and they ended up in a place that they definitely did not want to be. Nick, where do you think they ended up in Kona? I've never been to Kona, but I have been to Maui a few times. Um, it's not the same island, but <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, what... What unpleasant things could be going on in Hawaii? Uh, was it um, uh, some kind of drug deal? I keep circling back to drugs. <laughs> I don't know what is up with that today. Okay, so, I, I know these stories has to going. be about drugs. One of these has to be about drugs. <laughs> I think usually people hear Hawaii, they think volcano. But in this case, the GPS took them right into a harbor and straight into the water. And we have a clip courtesy of Story. Oh, they just Force. didn't stop. They didn't stop. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. The passenger was able oh, to escape you know through their window. Look at this past the boat. I've seen this one. Oh, have you? I, I, yeah, I saw this Look. clip on Reddit not too long ago. I, I, just, I don't know how you even, like, <laughs> this isn't Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. This isn't a Transformer. This isn't Fast and the Fear. Like, it, it, your car has to stay on a road. You can't yeah, no. drive it in the water. There's nothing in the vehicle that would allow it to function in or on the water. Like, if it's you amazing. Stop, you should too. <laughs> it's amazing the way the woman is looking out the window. So the passenger was able to escape through their window, which I'm assuming is her husband. But bystanders had to jump in and pull her out and carry mm -hmm. her up the boat ramp. The the van ended up fully submerged, but tow crews were able to pull it out, and no one was hurt. Like Thanks you said, unless unless you take that turn. And the water is literally right there and you're going too fast. Even then, it's hard for me to understand how anybody possibly screws that up. It's hard for me to get. Like, obviously, I wasn't there. But I have to think, like, just seeing the, the insane natural beauty of Hawaii before, I can understand, like, getting distracted with that. It was raining like crazy. So maybe it wasn't as picturesque and beautiful or even easy to see. But... I mean, shoot, maybe the, the fact that it was raining somehow played into, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm giving a lot of uh, benefit, benefit of the of doubt. Because, you, yeah. you know, we didn't see in that video clip, we didn't see um, 
the road that she came from. Like we just already saw her in the water. So who knows? Maybe there was like some loose gravel or something. Maybe it was a gravel road and fell in. I don't know. I don't I, I'm I'm making a lot of assumptions here. I wasn't there, but I I guess I want to believe in the intelligence of mankind as much as possible. I mean, it was a boat ramp, you know what I mean? True. So True. I, I, yeah. I mean, maybe they're like looking at know. the app the whole time. They're looking at the app, both of them, because there's a passenger in there too. They're looking at the app the whole time. And it's hard for me to, to, to fully understand how this is possible. And I could speculate, but instead I'm just going to say, let's go on to story number four. <laughs> yes. Reported, reported by, by uh, global news. Okay. So a suspicious item was found in a wooded area in Nova Scotia, Canada. This thing looked like a pipe bomb. It prompted the evacuation of nearby homes and they Uh-oh. had to close three roads. The explosives disposal unit was called to the scene by police. Eventually, they were able to figure out what this mysterious item was. Nick, any idea what they found in the woods in uh, Nova Scotia, Canada? Uh, they, they, they found, um, Jimmy, they found, 100%, they found a... Um, uh, so some light up sketchers from the nineties. I thought you were going to say drugs, drugs, definitely found drugs. <laughs> was it actually drugs this time? No. And this was okay. a new one on me. Have you ever heard of geocaching? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. So what they found was a treasure box used in an online scavenger hunt known as a geocache. We mm-hmm. have pics of it. Look at this. So you can understand. Somebody oh, sees that yeah. Thing. Totally understandable. So that's probably an actuality, like a little, time capsule of sorts like there's something inside it yes and it's blinking to make it easier to see because you know it's camouflaged in the woods you know i but mean like yeah that that look just looks like an explosive it looks like a bomb it looks like a bomb and and 100%. i had never i had never heard of geocaching so geocaching is an as an outdoor activity similar to a scavenger hunt where participants use gps or other navigational systems to hide and look for containers like you had like you said containing like a logbook or small goodies that's what that was a geocache i don't know nick you want to go participate in a geocache in the woods uh that sounds like a good way to get killed or something <laughs> like that like geocache it's basically pokemon go without the pokemon that's what it is like pokemon and go, without yeah. the the monetization that everybody loves and nobody dislikes it's basically that um but it dates back decades i first read about that in like elementary school or something like that that was my first exposure to to geocaching so do we know what was inside the the pipe bomb not a pipe nope. bomb nope. nope all all i know Didn't is matter. that the uh, explosives unit came out they said we're good it's not gonna explode cool well, I'm glad everybody was safe. So let me ask you. So you mentioned Pokemon Go. Have you ever yeah. been obsessed? Have you ever been obsessed with any online multiplayer game, whether it be Pokemon <laughs> Go or something else? Any online multiplayer game that yeah. you have been obsessed with? I've been obsessed with Pokemon Go. Have I've you? Obsessed- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I played it like crazy when it first came out. Like, like the whole world did. But then I fell off. I like, didn't at all. Really? You never? Never. I, I got back into it like randomly in 2018 and p- played it like almost daily for about two straight years, um, including when I was on vacation in Hawaii. And uh, then like one day, my, I don't know, it was weird. Like my, my interest and desire to play it every day just was Im- immediately gone. Happens. Um, yeah, it does. I think a lot of that is because it got replaced by uh, Sea of Thieves, <laughs> another game that I really like a lot. Um, another online pirate, uh, not 
another online game where you play as a pirate and you just encounter other players, stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. I'm addicted to that. All that to say, I've been addicted to a lot of games. I'm, I'm addicted to several now. <laughs> Were you one of those guys that had like an extra battery pack because your phone was going to die playing Pokemon Go? You needed an extra battery? I, I, I wasn't that at first, but uh, as my phone aged, <laughs> um, I was just about to hit that point. Like we actually did have um, a power bank, but uh, not using it so much for Pokemon Go, just mostly using it for like travel, um, it, like uh, keeping your phone up and running when you're you know flying for hours and hours at a time and stuff like that. But um, not for Pokemon Go as much now. All right. I did not play it even one time. I'm almost proud to say it because I feel like I'm the only <laughs> one. But that's how it was. No time for games in my life, unfortunately. Let's go to oh. story number three, reported by the New York Post. I will be impressed if you guess this one. I'll be impressed. So well, I'm, I'm over for however many we're on now. So Yeah, but if you keep picking drugs, maybe you'll get it eventually. You know? I feel like that's a hint. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> maybe not. So there's a woman from New Jersey. And she booked a trip to Disney World in Orlando. She specifically wanted to ride the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And she wanted, to, she wanted to do it because she heard that it could cure her problem, her health problem. And she claims that it did cure her health problem. Nick Kramer, what was the health problem that this lady had that made her want to ride this, this uh, railroad at Disney? Having ridden that ride many times, it's... Like it's not the it's it's not as rough as like a wooden roller coaster, but it does kind of shake you up. Um, that in mind, and with the way that you prefaced before we went live, saying that there there might be some uh, some kind of dirty content out there, I'm gonna guess it's something along those lines. I'm guessing um, this this woman had a problem with um, shall we shall we say some uh, stimulation maybe. <laughs> Please tell me I'm wrong. Please tell me I'm wrong. Uh, she wanted to pass a kidney stone, and we oh. have a clip. Here is a clip, courtesy of her. TikTok. Why do you have a, no? You don't have a clip of her passing a kidney stone. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. We, okay. We, we don't. We don't go that graphic. We don't go that graphic. Good, but, good. But here's a clip showing what she did. This is courtesy of at Steph underscore Fallon on TikTok. So there she is on the ride right there. And now she's back at the hotel. She's not feeling that good. Oh, what's going to happen? Boom. There it is. Oh, so she actually read online. She was looking online. How can you pass a kidney stone? How can you pass a kidney stone? And there were articles online saying, ride the big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Disney. And so she decided to give it a shot. She rode was in the she already out there. Or did she, did she just take a trip to Disney to pass a kidney stone? She went to Disney specifically from New Jersey to try to pass a kidney stone. She sat in the very back row because she had read. You got to sit in the very back row. She wrote it twice. And that's no exactly what happened. Nick, isn't it unfortunate that not every ailment in the universe can be cured by a ride at Disney World? I, I, I simultaneously wish that was the case. And I'm glad it's not wish because I freaking love theme parks. I, I love them so much, Jimmy. Like I, I love the Orlando theme parks, Disney Universal, like all that stuff, all about them. Um, they are, however, becoming prohibitively expensive. Like, if that was the only way or even just the best way or even just a good way to cure some ailment of mine, like that is thousands of dollars just to go there and do like one thing, you know, like it's, it's so freaking expensive, but man, <laughs> having passed a kidney stone before and remembering how painful that was, 
uh, first of all, I didn't even know it was a kidney stone. I just was in a lot of pain and like I passed out. And, really? Yeah. And, and then when I, I'll spare, I'll spare the details yeah, so that's I don't good. demonetize that's your channel, but uh, <laughs> come to find out I passed a kidney stone. And the last thing I wanted to do was probably ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Actually, probably it, riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad was probably like the number two thing I did not want to do in that moment. Number one might have been um, like Tower of Terror because I, I hate that ride so much. I love it. It's great, but I hate that ride. It scares me every time. Getting on a roller coaster sounded like the worst idea when there's, you know, a, a rock in your wiener trying to escape. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, for I mean, if, if it worked for her, then then good for her. But like, God dang, man, that sounds torturous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, Disney World in and of itself is becoming torturous. In a way. Because <laughs> it is. So I, I went there a couple of months ago and it is such chaos and if you don't get the VIP ticket for everything, you're oh, waiting dude. two hours. Yeah, I've heard about that. Oh, it's, absolute it's... chaos. You're waiting two hours for a five-minute ride. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. This is what people no. are doing. No. They, they need to open up like a third uh, Disney World, basically. They've got Disneyland in California on the West Coast. Disney World on the East Coast in Florida. The United States, I think, could use something in, in like Texas. I'm biased because I live in Texas. And I go. would love to have a big theme park like that. I mean, the Universal's coming to uh, to the Dallas area, so Disney's got to they got they got to put down some new routes here. Maybe that'll there you help go. The, the crowding problems in their other parks too. Disney, speed, uh, uh, jack up your game, Disney. Come on, get it together. All right, final reminder, together. guys: get in your super chats to get your questions, David, right on the air, or go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution anytime you want. And we'll read your question or statement on the next show. All right. We're whipping through. Time for story number two. Let's do it. Reported by WJAC NBC6. Okay. So a pest control worker in Cambria County, Pennsylvania, was hired to spray pesticide inside a residence at an apartment complex. A few days later, tenants noticed a difference and they check, or I should say, they didn't notice a difference with the uh, with the insects that they were dealing with. So they checked home surveillance to see what did the worker do. I mean, I know he was here, but I'm, we're still getting these insects in the house. They got their answer, Nick. What did the pest control worker do inside the residence instead of spraying pesticides? Uh, he he cooked meth. I just watched Breaking <laughs> Bad for the third time, so it's fresh <laughs> in my mind. Uh, yeah, final answer. He cooked meth. He watched Breaking Bad and got inspired. I've seen the whole thing twice. It is the best show in the history of television. It's so freaking good. It like, is. You feel like garbage when it's done, but it's so good. <laughs> I tell you, watch it again. No, he urinated everywhere. And we have a clip from the home surveillance. Look at this. Oh. So the suspect is 67-year-old Roger Young. He was questioned by police and reportedly admitted to the incident. Roger, he said, come on, man. Yep. He you said he, quote, he said he messed up and was having a bad day. That was his explanation. Police filed charges of criminal mischief and disorderly conduct against him. His P-Fest caused over $4,000 in damages. Oh, my God. You know something, man? Pete. Oftentimes when I do this podcast and I hear stories like this, I, I always ask myself the same question. How do these people not realize they're going to get caught? Like, How do that, they not you, realize you saw that it? camera? Like the camera yes. was not hidden. He no, was, he, you. It's like the first thing you'd see when you walk in. Like, and he it, did it, look at it. He did. It's look a black at it. camera up against a white wall. Yes. Like, why was this? Why just just do it at the next house where they probably don't have a camera? 
Come on, man. It's like, it's like he's never peed in somebody else's house before. I just don't, I'll never understand. Now, I don't know if human urine smells, it's been sitting around for a while. I don't know if it smells as bad as, say, cat urine. Depends on what he ate. Possibly. (laughs) If he had a lot of asparagus, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Infamous asparagus. That's that's a specific vegetable, not likely to encounter it. I think, and I hope that the, uh, the homeowners got off lucky enough that he did not have asparagus beforehand, but still, pee is pee, man. And it was everywhere. And, you know, another question I have, how did it take a few days for the tenants to realize it? Like, wouldn't they have noticed wetness? Unless they went out of town for a few days, which I guess is possible. Uh, Yeah, it might be that. It also might just be like, maybe I'm I'm opening myself up to this exact kind of thing happening to me when I say this. But uh, if, if it was me, I know that like if I walked back into my house and I noticed there was some wetness and even if it smelled a little bit funky... I'd just be like, you know, it's it's chemicals. It's something I'm not familiar with. Like, that's that's to be expected, I guess. That's to be expected? Oh, because of the pesticide spray. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would have expected it to be pesticide stuff. I got it. I, I, like, like the homeowners, I don't think my suspicions would have been raised until a few days later and, like, nothing's changed. That's right. And th- then I'd be like, what did he even do? I, I would do the exact same thing that the homeowners did. Ask uh-huh. that question, what did he do? Pull up the footage from your extremely obvious security camera that Pete <laughs> that he, Young that he looked did, at. Not, did yeah. not care about. Yeah, that he looked straight at. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, what a what a power move to look straight into the camera, the people of the future, and and saying, I know what I'm doing. And he kept pissing. He, he did not stop. No. That's, that's fearlessness right there. <laughs> <laughs> if, if nothing yeah. like if nothing else at least he's he's uh he's fearless and uh not not a shy peer no not at all comfortable no. doing it with an audience yep i've seen the movie waiting just, I, has- I have not so okay, that one okay. goes over my head look that one up there's a scene where the guy that works at the restaurant he's afraid to pee in public and so he's always got to go oh, in the okay, gotcha. or in the in the stall so yeah buddy's a urinal guy peter young the pesticide guy he's a urinal guy there's no problem there whatsoever all right, <laughs> time for story number one. Oh, God. <laughs> Reported by Global News. Let's see how we do. So there's a guy in Vancouver. His name is Jerry Martin, and he recognized that there was a drug issue. We got the drug story for you. There. Hey, I, I, I told story you. I told one. you. <laughs> so Jerry Martin recognized that there was a drug issue in downtown Vancouver. And in particular, Uh-oh. he recognized that there was an issue with dirty drugs, you know, drugs that were laced with other drugs like Uh-oh. fentanyl. And it was, it was creating a, an overdose crisis and it was creating death. And so he thought, there's got to be a way that I can fix this problem. He came up with an idea in order to try to fix the problem. Nick Kramer, what did Jerry Martin come up with? Um, well, let's see. Uh, if I know Jerry Martin as well as I think I do. <laughs> yes, in Vancouver, yeah. <laughs> uh, he probably heard that the drugs were dirty and he wanted to clean them with like some soap or some 409 and, and then put the drugs back on the street knowing that they're, they're cleaner and safer. So you're, you're along the same line. So he opened a mobile drug store. I told to you, provide... I, I, know, I know Jerry. I forgot his last <laughs> name already. Yeah, but... you, you've, you've texted him. He opened a mobile <laughs> yeah. drug store so that he could provide a safe supply of his own hard drugs. And we got pictures. Look at this. And this is real. There he is. So he sold heroin, meth, cocaine, and other the drugs. Fearlessness. Isn't it amazing? And he was on the news. That's why he posed for these photos. His business venture lasted a solid 24 hours. He got arrested for drug trafficking. Formal charges have not yet been laid. What do you think, man? Heart in the right place? What do you think, Nick? 
it, it, hold on. It, what what's that vest that he's wearing? What does it say? Because he looks like he's he should be uh, like a DEA guy, and yet and yet he's kind of like the exact guy the DEA would be after. So that again, was a bulletproof bat again. That was a bulletproof stab proof vest because he knows what he's selling, and he had a guard dog with him too. That make that that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, unless he himself is a professional sign maker. I got to wonder what the sign makers were thinking because like they clearly made a, a professional looking menu for drugs. Yes. For him. Hard drugs. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I don't even know what that last one was to be honest. MDMA, Put it up again, that... uh, Joel. Put it up again. MD... I, I have MDMA. I've never I'm not sure. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. Um, the drugs store. It said, I mean, <laughs> he's not lying. Um, no. Just, I, I know you can't see them because he was clothed, but clearly he has very large nuts to be doing what he's doing and in broad daylight and not hiding it. In fact, literally advertising it and practically broadcasting it. Um, oh, he did broadcast it. He was on the local news. Yeah, like literally broadcasting it. He's very unafraid. Perhaps not thinking things all the way through, though. Um, you think? I, I, I do think. I do think he's not <laughs> thinking it all the way through. I, I have high suspicions. Man, um, so so what became of him? Like, I I guess he got arrested, and yeah, he got arrested. They they as of the last time that I looked this story up, they hadn't laid formal charges yet, probably because of all the publicity that he got. But mm. he was arrested for uh, drug trafficking. So, I mean, that's that's what he was doing. So yeah, he was was he uh, manufacturing or was he just like basically reselling or like getting from a supplier? Or they didn't really say. All they said was that they're clean. There's no, uh, there's no lentinol laced in there or fentanyl laced in there, you know? So clean I meth, mean, if you want to clean meth, you go to Jerry Martin. It, it, at least the poison he's selling people isn't, isn't more poisonous. Yeah, I don't know how I, drugs work. Like, yeah, I get it. Like uh, it, it won't, it won't kill you today. It'll kill you like next week. You know what? It kind of, this is only like tangentially connected. And I don't think it's as justifiable as this, but it makes me think of, um, uh, I don't know if you watch uh, uh, John Oliver, but uh, sometime back he had a, a story about like, um, uh, what are they called? I forget what they're called, but just, just places like in cities for people to go and use their drugs. They don't like provide drugs or sell drugs or anything like that, but it's a place for them to go. Yeah, safe so houses. That, yeah, safe houses. Yeah, so that if they overdose, there's somebody there to, to help them. Like, obviously the point of those places isn't and shouldn't be to encourage that kind of behavior, but it's, it's about saving lives and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not, I can't do mental gymnastics hard enough to equate what this guy's doing to safe houses. I, I, I don't think it's the same thing. It's, it's not comparable. I, I, I think, I think he got what he deserved and is, is getting what he deserves. Maybe he wanted to be a one-stop shop, and if he had have lasted more than 24 hours, he would have opened up a, sta- a safe house next to his pop-up drugstore. <laughs> yeah, you know? create the problem, sell the, the a solution. Plug basically. and play. Jerry it, it, Martin wanted like, to plug and play. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like every every uh, like superhero villain scheme ever. Like Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man did it, Ninja Turtles did it. Create the, the problem, sell the cure, get rich. He's basically a supervillain is what I'm saying. I guess he was. Yeah, he, he was a superhero slash villain at the same time, I guess. I don't know. All right, Everybody I want to thank their own story. I want to thank our guest Nick Kramer. Nick, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. 
Oh, well, Jimmy, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NervousNick. You, you had it down at the bottom of the screen for a second there. Uh, I also stream on Twitch from time to time. I just kind of play mostly whatever I feel like, but I love playing fighting games. I love playing, I mentioned Sea of Thieves earlier. I like uh, just getting into shenanigans and open world games. Um, bit of this, bit of that. I, uh, I, I think you'll have a good time if you stop by. Um, until then, you can also uh, check out my voiceover demo reel on my Twitter. And if you need somebody to edit some sick videos or uh, sound like uh, just a cartoon character of some sort, then hit me up. You know, uh, you know where to find me. Just hit me up on Twitter and uh, that'll have all the information you need. All right, that's going to do it for KYM Live. Tune in next Thursday at 4 o'clock Eastern time for more news stories that are totally real but totally ridiculous. Until then, bye for now. Nick, thanks for doing this, man.